Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Sea Life Different Podcast. The Sea Life Different Podcast is by women for women. We talk to other women who are creatives and their goals are to serve, to inspire, to educate, to create. So uh, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. If you are not new to the podcast, thank you for listening. I can't believe we've been doing it for three years now. Oh my goodness. Three is definitely the magic number. And I've been racking my brain of how to really go about it, you know, how to really acknowledge the fact that podcasting is hard, but it all takes the power of community, listeners and viewers like you to really keep us going. And I thought, what not a better way to really do that than with my own fellow creator, my own fellow photographer, my own fellow um, uh, relative of a, a military veteran, right? We have so much in common and we met, um, I think we officially met in 2020 in person, but we're going to talk about all of that. And I kind of want this just to be a celebration. So you'll learn more about Miss Stephanie Bolton, also known as Phoenix Michelle, and you'll learn a little bit more about me, especially if this is your first ever episode or your first episode that you're listening to for a while. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the girl chat. I'm going to bring Phoenix Michelle, or AKA Stephanie, on. Hey. Hi, good to see you. Thanks for having me. And before we even get started, congratulations on three years. That's a lot. So like you said, podcasting is not easy. Um, They always talk about like, oh, just do a podcast. You should do a podcast. When you start doing it, it's a lot of work. The marketing, the behind the scenes, the tech stuff. So that is um, very cool for you to have three years. So congrats on that. That's really awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's, it's not an easy feat. I think the more you, the longer you do it, the more you want to be as professional as possible. The more you look at your favorite radio shows and TV shows, and you're like, I want to be like that. But if you're a one woman show or a two woman show, if you have a VA, it's kind of like, not quite yet. Keep yeah. the ambition going, but not quite yet. <laughs> that is very, very true. Um, I think you get kind of overwhelmed. You see what everybody else is doing. You're like, they're doing that? Well, I think I should do that. And then you're like, maybe I should just. I should just chill. So yeah, let me stick so, to my, yeah. my joint of genius. <laughs> yes, very true. I I, I definitely agree. It's hard. <laughs> I love that. Now speaking of zone of genius, some people may be completely new to you. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay. Well, I'm Steph of Phoenix Michelle Photography. Also, you know, people call me Phoenix Michelle because I think a lot of people, you know, most people name themselves after their business or their business after them. And so people assume that my name is Phoenix Michelle, but really my name is is Stephanie or Steph. So, but I go by both because like Phoenix Michelle is like my baby or whatever. So, um, but I've been a branding photographer, videographer for probably about five, maybe about five years now in Dallas, Fort Worth area. And um, it's a lot of fun. So I definitely have met a lot of, you know, influencers, brand people, just regular people, because I love shooting like birthday parties and birthday shoots. There's something about celebrating people um, in their moment of whatever's happening. Birthdays are like one of my favorites because I used to not be a person to celebrate birthdays. But I always recommend everybody like if it's your birthday, have a shoot, like just do something fun, make it a yearly thing. Um, even if it's an odd number, it doesn't have to be a milestone. Um, 
But that is a bit about me. I do uh, also talk about social media stuff, which as you're talking about brands and be, realizing doing too much, I had it all under Phoenix Michelle. Then I was like, you know, maybe I just split this up and have it be something else. So I recently, maybe like February of this year, split it off to be social with Steph. Um, just because it was just people were confused. They were like, your feet is Michelle photography. But then you talk about Instagram. It's very confusing. You're like, who's doing what? Are you not even taking photos no more? And I was like, okay. And people are confused. They Other people are probably confused. These are just people who just told me. Um, so, yeah. But that is a bit about me. Um, but that's it. Yeah, cool. And I think... Um... Uh, I was virtually there when you were speaking at the photo cookout by Tamaya Coven, and so yay! Yeah, and, that was and, fun. Yeah, and I think I, when I was virtually watching, I think that's exactly what it was. It's like, look at her in her zone of genius with all things social media and branding, right? And so, understandably, I've been where you've been. Of you know, most people, at least you know, most people who have known me, I think I've had Facebook since before I was supposed to have Facebook. So I have people from all walks of life on my Facebook. So. They know me as photography, yes. If I were to ask that question, what do you know me as? Like, yes, they know me as photography. But the more, like, I start to talk about all the, the business changes and the social media changes, they're like, can you make my website? I'm like, no, <laughs> but I can refer you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That always makes so, it fun. <laughs> but tell me more about that. Tell me how you first got into the social media world? Um, it really started probably when I would shoot with my clients and I would shoot them, you know, I would say, hey, you do this pose and this will be your caption. And, you know, I would kind of be joking like when I would say different things like, girl, this is your I uh, don't know what's going on Friday caption or this is my introduce myself Friday kind of caption. And they would be like, that's a good idea. I never thought about that. And so I was like, yeah, and then you share it here and then you put it on your stories. And then if you want to, you can turn it to a video and they'd be like, you know a lot. I wouldn't have thought to do all that. And I'm like, I thought everybody knew that, you know? And so then that's when I was like, oh, okay, so maybe I can help other people because I had other friends who knew me because I always love apps and, you know, text. And um, they'd be like, hey, I want to do this. What app is good for that? And I would say, well, I have these three apps. And then it started turning to me like, you know, doing screen record. And so I would just, by the time I would try to explain it to them, I'd be like, I could just record it. It'd be quicker. And so I would just record on my phone, kind of like a step-by-step -step process of how to, you know, use an app or whatever. Cause they'd be like, well, how'd you get this? How'd you, I think one thing was like, how do you add music to your stories? And I was like, I'm like, everybody knew how to do that. And so I started like just making little videos for that. So then I was like, okay, um, there's people who don't know these things. And so I started going live more on Instagram, um, in 2020. So like, you know, we're stuck indoors you know, this is when everybody and their mama was going live. And I was like, I don't want to just have a live where I'm just going to talk to people. That's kind of boring. And so I was like, let me do like a YouTube kind of vibe, you know? So every week I would kind of come up with a topic. I felt like a school teacher, you know, I was like, this week's lesson plan is going to be X, Y, Z. And so that's what kind of started that, that I was like, oh, so this week I'll just teach you how to add music or how to jazz up your, you know, your stories. And so it just kind of started from there. And then people were like, well, can you help me? Can you audit my stuff? And so it just led it that way. And then I was like, oh, I think people would really want that. So that's kind of like how I fell into photography too. I kind of was like, you want me to take your pictures? You, you'll pay me? Oh, maybe I should take this a little bit more seriously. Okay, cool. Let's do this. So 
But I mean, it's always really fun to me. I think it's a good part of your business because, you know, a big part of anything you do, like I know, you know, for sure, like with your podcast, um, if you don't really talk about it, no one knows about it. So and I think social media is like a key way for people to kind of get that right. We're not doing we're not selling out letters, you know, like back in old school day, you had the yellow pages or, you know, TV, regular cable news, you know, like now we got, you know, you got emails, you got social media, you, Lord help me, you got Instagram ads, you know, so it's like you got all these things um, that are just tools to help you be better, um, you know, with more success. And so I started realizing like a lot of people that I work with as far as branding, they're people who sell products, you know, people who sell candles. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Well, this is what you could do. And they'd be like, I never thought to do that. And I'm like, you missing out. Come on now. It's free. You know, it's free advertising for the most part. It's free. Um, yeah. So I'm like, why not use it? It's a great tool. So yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That 2020 really did kind of really show us what we should be doing. <laughs> you know, yeah, the whole time, even doing what we think we should, keeping up with the Joneses or doing what, you know, just to get, get by. But then for those who really kind of would see the silver lining in 2020, it's literally like, this is what I really want to do. This is what I'm really good at. This is what I'm going to do. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I think it definitely was a, it was eye-opening for a lot of people, you know, like some people, you know, definitely have some struggles. Like I never want to discount that. But then there were some people who really made a way out of no way and made, I mean, made money. And I was like, you did what? Like, you know, this is my best year ever. And I'm like, well, this is some people's worst year ever. So, I mean, it definitely was an eye opening for, you know, if you're going to try to do something else, you know, if you already know something, you better turn into a skill. You know, if you knew how to sew, you better teach a sewing class. You know what I mean? So like you saw people who, I don't know, I saw people that I was like, I didn't even know they could do that. And they got a whole course, they're a coach or something for it. And I'm like, that's, I'm all for it. Cause I'm like, you can help people. Like you got enough knowledge, you know what I mean? Just like you with your podcast, right? I'm sure you can teach somebody like, Hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you teach me how to start my podcast? Cause people think, Oh, I just use my iPhone. It's easy, right? That's what they told me on YouTube. And it's like, girl, I've been doing this for three years. There's a lot more to it than you think. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's the beauty of it and connecting with people and having such a like a good community of people. Right. And I think for us as women, like we have gotten a lot better about that. I think it's not like how, you know, how like in middle school, you know, it was like, I don't like her. I don't. And it was like, as we get older, we like we over that. So anyways, can you teach me? Because then I could teach you something like, you know, the competition is just like whatever. Mm -hmm. um so it makes it a lot of a lot of fun to have like such a good community and everything like that so very cool yeah and with you saying that it remind me of um my partner in creativity i love to call it and so she was a guest on my podcast if you listen to the one called creative um coaching with Adi Doyen. and so she's been a podcaster too like we ended up both starting a podcast around the same time and hers is, is literally like girl chat um but then she had the same co-host like every week with the exception of you know maybe somebody had to step out for one week but then she literally reached out to me was like okay i'm having my first ever guest how do I do that? And so, because I have been so organized, um, for the most part, organized in my, in my own way, um, 
I, sh- I just shared it with her of like, okay, this is how you really kind of keep that same flow, that system of, you know, when you get guests of how, how you really go about it. So yeah, the more you do certain things and the more you promote certain things, the more people will come to you for those certain things. So I think it's just important as well, being, you know, the entrepreneur, having the entrepreneur side to make sure you're promoting what it is you actually want to do, right? Very true. So when you, so what made you start your podcast? Like, to even because I know it's year three, but what made you originally? Because most people have like an idea or some kind of mission. So, what was like your mission or your purpose for starting, you know, this podcast in the first place? Yes. Yeah, so, I've always been in the media industry, right? So, I started out as a photographer, then I learned how to do video. And then uh, I think I started listening to podcasts. I think the very first podcast I ever listened to was Vimeet. Sethai, he did the How um, I Can Teach You How to Be Rich podcast. Um, and then on the woman's side, I think the first ever podcast was Side Hustle Pro. I think that was the first Side Hustle Side Pro was so good. Yeah. That's a great one. Like, there's some, like, I don't want to say gateway to make people think about like gateway drugs or whatever, but there's like gateway essential podcasts that you have to listen to inside hustle pro is a really good one is really good like that was one of the first ones i listened to as well that's like it's really good very educational yes and speaking of education i think i was just listening and so at that time my mom is like a writer right so she was kind of working on she had i taught her how to blog and she was blogging so mostly about my story then more about the medical side of things and then just inspirational just inspirational tidbits and so eventually we kind of came together in regard to releasing a book together about my life as a cancer survivor and so that was that first the marketing tactic. The first season that that's pretty much what it was. It was like, okay, here's basically stories actually from each chapter of the book. Um, and then once I think I started to interview like you know friends and family, I started having those conversations, and, and people who were listening were like, oh, I love the conversation. Keep them going. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm looking for guests. You want to be a guest? <laughs> so, <laughs> so and ironically, the first two seasons of Getch were literally that. Either they had gone through the same experiences that I had or that I was remembering of, you know, having, I think, I think maybe I was year eight into photography at that time, just having all the connections in photography. So then I'm just like, okay, I think, you know, it could now be used as a way to just educate uh, through, you know, power of community and connections and educating. And then I think that's really what just kept it going, just kind of, making it my my now my now my blog you know that's pretty much what it is people use blog back in the day a lot more than they use blog video and now they mm-hmm. can also use podcasting so it's all content for educators so i think that's the, how it's been able to really just keep going even on the day that i there have been months where i'm just like i'm not releasing an episode i'm not editing and i'm not doing nothing <laughs> there have been months but i think that in the end that's what really keeps it going the community and the, and the conversations that's really cool. But you are right. Cause I think after a while you do get kind of, um, I mean, like with anything, right. I'm sure you've had it in your photography career where you're just like, I don't feel like shooting nothing, nothing's inspiring me today. So I'm sure you had the same thing, um, with your podcast as well. Cause 
it just happens, you know? So I'm glad that you had your community that could help you out with that. Cause there's always someone, I think in the background, you got to have that person that's going to push you, you know, even when you don't want to be pushed, you know, kind of like, you know, I kind of think of like a swimming pool and you're like on the edge and they're like, get in. You're like, no, nah, it's cold. They're like, get in. And they just push you out there. And then you're like, oh, okay. Once I got in, it's not so bad. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah um, it's, it's so, creative. If you and I had a lot. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. So, okay. Now we met, I feel like we met for the first time at the 2020 Tamaya Corvin photo cookout. Is that accurate? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Cause I think, I think I saw you before. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Cause I think you had did your presentation. I think you did about your book. I think that's on the first time that I saw you and you had talked about your book and I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And I think we met in person again when um, Tasha had came to town and she was at the shoot. Cause she was doing the shoot with my brother um, with Chris um with autism so yeah and I think that was like when you yeah you had came down and so we all were like shooting there. I think she did a couple of shots of you because you needed some branding photos as well um so yeah but that was that's been a while because the whole pandemic thing was like very real it was like cancel all events and I haven't I mean I know WPPI just happened but I was not really feeling like going because I was like I wonder why oh. you went on a speaker roster <laughs> Uh-uh, I was not, because I, and I wanted to, because part of me, like, I really wanted to, you know, but I actually got COVID at Christmas, and I was like, you know, it wasn't like, I think I had the Amaricron one, you know, the one that's, that's like, feels like a cold or a flu, so it wasn't like terrible, but I was like, man, if I didn't have the chills, I wouldn't have thought I even had COVID, because it felt just like a regular cold, and so for me, I kind of was like, I don't really want to people so much right now because I was like, you know, and people are like, oh, it's just allergies. And I'm like, is it though? Is it though? Or is it, or is it, is it COVID? You know? So I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm still a little leery of big groups. And then the fact that they're, which I know politically everybody has their choice, but I'm still going to wear my mask for the most part. Um, and so I really, I really wanted to go to WPPI, but I was like, I don't know. And it's Vegas and it's like so much going on. Maybe next year I'll feel, I feel a little bit more confident, but this year I just was like, y'all, I just got over COVID like at Christmas and it didn't take me out, out, but it was enough for me to be like, I don't think I want to fool with this too much. Like I got the strand that's not too terrible. You know what I mean? I hate to see like what other strands are, which, and I got, and I'm vaccinated. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, it don't matter. It's going to get, I mean, it's, it's rough no matter who you are and everybody's symptoms are different. So I hate that I missed it, but I was like, I'll just live vicariously through everybody and I'll just watch on their stories or whatever. And I said, if I get all their awards and their presentations, like I really had a little bit of FOMO, but not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But I was like, I think Tasha even was like, are you coming? Are you coming? You can still buy a ticket. You know, you said, I was like, I know I could buy a ticket. And you know, from Dallas to Las Vegas, it's really not expensive. It's not really a lot, but I was just better like, at the same people. time. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, COVID's still out here, y'all. Like you may not hear about it as much in the news, but it's still out here. And I don't really, I don't really want to play games. You know what I mean? If I ain't got to be anywhere where I really can't control, you know, even when I do shoots, like my shoot this morning, I'm I'm wearing a mask, my assistant's wearing a mask. And I'm still keeping my distance. <laughs> I'm still like, I understand you may be vaccinated, I may be vaccinated, but I'm just 
I try to be, because in my mind, I think of people like I may see you, right? I mean, you may link up, do a photo shoot, but then you don't know, you know, you could be all around me. I got your germs, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like, what if you're going home to your grandmother? I'm going home to my grandmother. Like, I try to think about that because I'm like, you don't know who people are taking care of because there's a lot of people that are caretakers. And so for me, I'm not doing this because I'm trying to be a jerk. It's like, but I don't know who you, who you're taking care of. And I don't want to risk that. Like, I would feel so bad if someone was like, you gave me COVID and then I gave COVID to my grandmother. I'd be, man, I would be, I would be a hot mess because mm-hmm. I'd be like, that was my fault mm-hmm. because I wanted to go to X, Y, Z, but maybe I'm just being dramatic though. Mm-hmm. I could be being dramatic, but yeah. that's my mind. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that because that's exactly where I'm at. I mean, that that's when we last saw each other. I think that's where I was. I was like in that uh, tough spot of like, I love, I love the life that I'm living, but it's not my ideal life because I do have, you know, family to think about as well so the last time when we did see each other in april i was i would tell you i was like i'm working a job but we are outside all the time and i'm tired <laughs> so yeah and, it's a lot yeah, yeah and it was and it, i mean i couldn't like be creative it was like you know we're, we're doing the same thing over and over and over which is fine you know repetition you know you learn a little bit you learn here and there and so yeah then i too just kind of spent the last almost year um to being like a possible caretaker. Both of us are children of um, military veterans, so. Yep, you know, my mom has been sick and you know, she I don't play games by her. Mm-hmm. And you know, Chris, I don't play about him either. So it's just like, you know, we got people we gotta be responsible for, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I can't get them sick, you know? Mm-hmm. Lord help me if I take my mom to the VA, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, Lord help me. Cause she'd be yeah. like, oh, did you see how they were doing? Oh no, did that. And I'm like, yeah. I know mom and you can't find park. I mean, it's the whole thing. You know how it is when you have to go to the VA with your parents and stuff. So it's just like, it's yeah. a lot, you know? Yeah. And I definitely want to make sure I take care of my veteran. Veterans are very sensitive. They're always dear in my heart. I don't like to see them get treated bad either. I'd be like, yo, they're a veteran. Don't do that. They fought for you. Like, mm-hmm. and you are sorry. You did nothing. These people have fought for you, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that is definitely something to take to take into consideration. Yes, yes. Now I have a cousin um on my mom's side who has autism. Mm-hmm. And so I have a star spot for autism as well. Yes. But let's let's talk about like maybe I mean, that was another shift as well in 2020 of seeing just how the world still reacts to the different levels of disability. But what have you observed and what are you still advocating for? I mean, I think for me, I advocate more um, is now that Chris is older that I realized there's not a lot of activities for him. Um, and he's like, you know, he doesn't communicate. So he's very on the severe spectrum part of it. And, um, you know, there's like nothing for him to do. Like if I wanted to go take him, you know, cause he used to have like a day have kind of like an adult day hair, daycare kind of vibe, but it was very nice. But, you know, as you get older, you know, he's 30, he's 30 now. And like, you know, they could stay in high school a little bit longer. I think they get like two extra years and he did the full time. He stayed in high school till 21. Cause we were like, we want him. Cause he loved, oh my God, he loved school. He was like, we staying home. Like he looked at us like, why am I not going to school? Like, we'd be like, Chris, you don't want to stay home with us? And he'd be like, I was like, no, nah, I'm tired of y'all. So we'd always laugh about that. But I mean, he was one that always wanted to be real active. And so I think a big part is like, what do you do when they become adults? Like, yeah, they can go get a job. 
This is true. But I'm very protective of him. And I'm like, if someone does him dirty at work, I'm going to have to come up there and it's going to be a problem. I mean, so those are things that I used to have to worry about when he was younger because I used to go up to his classrooms. Um, they do me very well. My mom would laugh. My mom was like, why do they always call you first? They don't call me. I'm like, because they know if I have to come up there and something's happened to him, it's going to be a problem. And my mom would always laugh because like, I'm the shortest one in my family. But let me say this. Big things come in small packages. I did not play. So when they saw me coming, and even though he's 6'4", because he's super tall, you've seen how tall he is. And I would have to be like, what happened to him today? Oh, he got hit in the face in gym. Well, who was not watching him? You know, like they knew. Like they were like, hey, Stephanie, so we want to let you know, Chris got into an accident in PE. Okay, what happened? Yeah, so when he comes home today off the bus, he may have a bruise on his face. Okay, so... Thank you for letting me know, but what happened and how would this not happen again? I mean, I was tough, but you have to be their voice. You know what I mean? Because people will take advantage of that. Um, Because like when he was younger, you know, because he was so quiet and he's so sweet. Like he wouldn't hurt a fly. Like my brother had a dog. And this dog was a terror, like just a terror, just to be a terror. He was a really sweet dog, but he was also was a terror. Like, you know, if he had food, he was like, he'd come and like, you know, try to snap at your food. And we'd be like, Chris. You know, it's okay. Tell him no. Say no, Aries. And he'd be like, no, Aries. I'm like, Chris, you can't whisper. So like he is so sweet. I was like, Chris, you gotta like, you gotta be like, no, Aries. And he'd be like, no, he would always whisper, it always crack us up. He'd be like, he's so sweet, he ain't gonna hurt nobody, even when the dog trying to take his food. You know what I mean? So I think for me, it just helped me to be like super protective of like all people, but especially autism. But that was definitely a thing. Like, I don't like to see nobody get mistreated. Um, especially when they can't, you know, stand for themselves. Like he's like, yeah, he, I, people see him and he looks quote unquote normal. You know, they're just like, what's his problem? Why is he looking like that? Why he not talking? I'm talking to him. Cause the people will come up to him and straight have a whole conversation with them. And I'm like, and he's just looking and they're like, oh, he's rude. And I'm uh-huh. like, actually you're rude. Um, so he has autism. They're like autism. And then, you know, sometimes they know what it is. Sometimes they don't. They just look at me and I'm like, so it's a condition, you know, it's a, it's a mental, it's a mental thing. So yeah, he's not understanding nothing you're saying. You got to use small words, small phrases with him. And, you know, written text works best with him. But um, it, it's been very funny, like stories me and my brother, we have in general about him. Like, we had, we were moving one time and um, we had a guy that was helping us. And Chris is so funny. Like whenever it comes time to move, he doesn't carry heavy stuff like at all and so he literally carried like a lamp and I don't think he had the shade with it you know like very light and so we carrying all these big boxes and stuff and he's walking by us with a little lamp and one of the guys goes hey man why did you just keep carrying light stuff like he was seriously like hey this guy's being a chump why he ain't got no stuff and we're like and so me and my brother I remember we both look at him we both were like so who wants to tell him <laughs> you want to and so we just look back at him he's like no, seriously, he keep walking by with all his little bitty stuff. And he did, he carried like a teddy bear. I mean, it was the funniest thing. We're like, yeah, Crystal really, he's not into like labor, hard labor stuff. He doesn't do that. And then we had to tell him like, yeah, he has, he has autism. He was like, he got what? <laughs> he got what? <laughs> he's autistic. He's like, oh, I was like, it's special needs. He was like, okay, I understand that. I was like, yeah. So he, he looks, he was like, Oh, he looks like normal. He looks like you. He looks like y'all. And I'm like, I know. It's very deceiving because mm-hmm. it will make you look like make you look bad because you look like a jerk now. You mm-hmm. know, because afterwards he was like, 
Yeah, I feel kind of bad now. Yes, like, yes. Yeah, bro, that, you could have just yeah. asked, bro. You didn't have to like throw a whole scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's, yeah. It's yeah, I get the same experiences. I think for me, I mean, my hearing loss is mild, right? So for the most part, yeah, I, I hear you just fine. But I think that most people don't even know I'm reading your lips. So even if I don't hear you, I know what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> so, so, of course, that's been experienced as well, you know, with, with Zoom. Um, at least now, most people are just so comfortable on Zoom that they'll just look away and start multitasking and look down on the phone. I'm like, okay, I need, I need you right here. If you're going to yes. have a conversation, I need you right here. <laughs> so, yes. Well, yeah, and that's one thing I was reading an article about, like, that was an issue with people with um with having masks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you that know what? That's issue. something that, yeah. you know, I don't think about that. But it's like, yeah, yeah, it's a concern. But even still, like, I noticed that, you know, when people wear masks, it's mm-hmm. like their mouths are covered up. They're muffled. Because sometimes I'm like, I can't hear you. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah, pull your and you know, pull your mask down, mm-hmm. and they're like da 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 da, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's what you said. I get it. I didn't hear none of yeah. that. That's not what I heard. I'm glad we clarified that. Um, so yeah, but I mean, I think people. I think too, we're getting better with learning how to adapt to people. I felt like 2020 gave a lot of grace that we did not have before. Um, about bringing a lot, and just in general, I feel like okay, we started getting a little bit better and learning better, right? I felt like it. I hate to say this, but I think TikTok kind of helps with that too, because TikTok has exposed a lot of things in short snippets. A lot. Right? We got short little videos. Um, because there's like a deaf family on there that I've watched, and it's the wife, the husband. They have like a three-year-old, and I think they just had a baby. And so they were like trying to figure out, you know, if the baby was also deaf and stuff like that. But they give all these like really short snippets of like, this is what this means. You know, this is why we talk. We do like this. Um, It talked about like things that people don't want to hear. And like, and then, but then it also shows like how dumb some people are. Because someone was like, how do you watch movies? With a caption. Someone watched someone. and And then it was her... But her response was like so great. It was like, how did you watch Squid Games? Captions, you idiot. You know, I'm like, come on, y'all. Like some of the stuff I'm just like, okay, y'all, y'all embarrassing. You know, at certain point, you're like, you're like that kid that goes out, leaves the house, embarrass the family. Then they come back and they're like, you embarrassing us. Mm -hmm. I was like, bro, did you really just ask how they, how did they watch? You think they don't watch movies? You don't think they watch TV? Like, but it just shows like, but I mean, this was a TikTok, you know what I mean? And so I think it helps people to kind of get um, short snippets and then we're getting access to people that we may not normally interact with, like in real life, you know, mm-hmm. um, that may not exist in our like close circle or even um, in our experiences, I guess, you know, because yeah. I can count on maybe one or two fingers, the number of like actual real deaf people that I've met in person are blind people. You know what I mean? Autistic people has been going up because I think it's because, you know, a mix of better diagnosis. And then just because I feel like I can recognize it better because of Chris, you know, I'm like, he's autistic. If I hear a kid crying and people are like, oh, that kid is bad. I'm like, he's not bad. He's autistic. Like, Mm -hmm. what if you can communicate something? You'd be frustrated too, you jerk. So like, I have a hard time sometimes when I hear people say stuff like that, because I'm just like, come on now. Be better mm-hmm. than that. Like, mm-hmm. don't assume that kids are being bad. Like, that's not my first assumption. And one, I don't have no kids. And I'm like, I'm sure it ain't easy. 
because I've seen kids and I'm like, this looks hard. (laughs) It's hard for me to take care of myself, let alone a little person. So I'm like, I don't judge nobody. I am terrible when I go to the store. So I hate to see how a little person is, you know? Um, And you're the oldest, right? Because you're the oldest and you've always had, like, but you have had maternal instincts. Do you have nieces and nephews yet? I well, my best friend has kids, okay, but none right. of my siblings. We don't. None of us have kids. My sister jokes, and she's like, "Since I'm the oldest, you know, she's like, you're the oldest. You have to go first." And I'm like, "It's not a competition. You can really have kids first, you know. Like we're all at the age now. We're all adults. Like we all can have kids now. It's totally okay. You don't. We don't have to go in order." But she just told me that not too long ago. She was like, "Yeah, you go first. And she's always said that, even when we were younger. And she definitely has said it now, and it always makes me laugh because I'm like. That doesn't mean anything. Like, why would you say that? You can have kids too. It's okay. We don't have, you don't have to go in order. It's okay. You can be second. You can be the second oldest and still have kids. It's okay. But she totally, in her mind, it's like, you go first, Stephanie. Like, I'm the guinea pig, you know? So, but my my best friend has two kids and they're like my nieces. Mm-hmm. And um, they drive me crazy. And so when I see her with them and she'll tell me different things, I'm like, ooh, this parenting thing is, you know, when I get my auntie, Hey, auntie, why did you see me? I got cheer practice this weekend. Did you come see my cheer competition? And I'm like, what? I got to come watch you cheer. Then the other one's like, oh, you always go to her cheer competition, but you never come to my volleyball. And I'm like, y'all make it tough out here. I'm like, so y'all know I do photographs on the weekends and stuff, right? And y'all stuff be on the weekends. So, and they, you know, they'd be like, well, my mom gave you a schedule. I know she gave you my schedule. So you could block off some time to come see it. And I'm like, Ah. you know so it's like i can't even argue with them because i'd be like you know what you're right and lord help me if i have my phone at the table yeah like i mean and they're very so that i could i i see from their perspective um and her perspective you know as a mom like these little people demand their time they like their time you know because sometimes if it's been a while since i've seen them i'll get a facetime auntie what's next time i'm gonna see you it's been like too long and i'm like Oh, okay. And then they have a dog. You know, I call him my dog nephew. And they're like, Bishop said he misses you too. And they'll turn FaceTime on the dog. Dog looking like this. I'm like, did y'all really put the dog on FaceTime? And they're like, he was trying to lift the screen. He thinks you're really here. I'm like, okay. But I mean, it definitely helps to have that. And they help me too for like inspiration. Um, You know, because like they do be paying attention. Like sometimes I think they're not paying attention. But they are because they'd be like, well, auntie, well, you did this. Remember that time you did a photo shoot and you were doing this like that was cool when you did that. But you should have did this instead. But then they also are kind of ruthless, too, and kind of savage. They was like, auntie, you did this. But girl, that could have been better. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the brute kids are honest. And I'm like, this is what they say. It'd be it'd be your kids. It'd be the kids because mm-hmm. they'd be like, hmm. You know, you thought that was cute, but that wasn't cute, but I'm going to let you make it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, thank you, your majesty. Thank you. <laughs> you know? It's so funny. It sounds just like my nieces. I have two nieces and one nephew from my brother, and and they're at the age where no no balls held. They don't hold back. And no. they will tell you what it is. But what's so funny about them <laughs> is I'm learning about technology from them, right? So sure, I, sure we we kind of use technology and use social media and our work. But if you really want to learn about social media, spend a day with your nieces and nephews. <laughs> yes. I had, it's funny you say that because I have um, a friend on social media. 
And she had me rolling because her kids did a video and they had the Zoom effect going in and out on their faces. And, um, you know, and I was like, oh, that's cute, you know, with the kids and stuff like that. Well, she was like, they learn how to do it better than me. I, she was like, I've been wondering how to do that for weeks. And she's like, here they go in one video. They didn't did it. And they recorded a whole video with her phone. And it was funny because she was going through her phone and she's laughing because it's recorded on there. And she said they were at school. And it was kind of funny because they had did a TikTok and they kind of, it was a song that had a bad word in it. And so it's like, when you, when you watch the video, the, the older two kids, because there's three of them, the older two kind of say the bad word. They're mouthing it. You know what I mean? And so... It's funny because she's like, when she posted this, she was like, did y'all see what I just saw? And of course, I'm like, um, as the internet auntie, I'm going to say uh, I didn't see it because I love the babies and they're super cute. Um, but I don't know what you're talking about. And so <laughs> she, she was like, uh-huh. I said, I would just let you know right now, I will always have the side of the kids. Sorry. <laughs> I, said, I will always defend them because my auntie used to always defend me, even if I was totally wrong, because that's the job of aunties. Aunties are there to save you, as well as grandmas. Grandmas <laughs> save you too. So I, I don't know what you're talking about. And as I watched the video a couple of times, I was like, ooh. Yeah, they said it. Oh, because then it zooms in on their face when they're, and I was like, oh, I see. But then she was like, yeah, they learned how to do the stuff and I didn't know. And I was like, I, and I messaged her, I was like, we need to be around the kids. The kids will show us how to do it. Because I know if I call my niece right now, I'll be like, how do I do this? Oh, oh, auntie, oh my gosh, you're so old. Oh, excuse me, older. I told them they couldn't call me old. I said, you gotta say I'm older, not old. We're not doing that. And so they say, oh, sorry, older. I say, yeah, nah, they I make do. me feel old. I mean, the way they be moving around so fast, and I'm like, yes. I'm pretty, I'm pretty in shape, but the way y'all move, I feel old. It's not <laughs> the same. It's not the same. Me and my, me and my friend, we were kind of talking about that. We was like, you remember, you used to be able to do all these things, and then as you get older, your body just, you know, it just don't do the same no more. Like, it's definitely a thing, and the kids will definitely let you know. Like, oh, when you was my age, was you able to? Oh, I know that was a long time for you, but can you remember? I'd be like, how old do you think I am? You know, I'd be sitting there like, excuse me? So these kids are ruthless. They are, they they tell it how it is, even when you don't want to hear it. Most of the time, I don't be wanting to hear it, but I just be laughing. I mean, I have to laugh because it'd be so funny, and I just be like, I can't even be mad because that's exactly. funny. Yeah, you got to laugh to keep from crying. You do, because I'd be like, huh, but you're right, though. <laughs> what was that? What was that button called? Like, they were trying to teach me Among Us, you know, like the video game thing. Yeah. And uh, they were trying to teach it to me. And they were cheating. They were cheating, though, because, like, she was like, oh, you're the killer. Okay, so you're the person that we have to, like, get rid of. And, this, you know, they're trying to tell me. But then, meanwhile, she's looking at my screen, and she's backing up. And then she like, there's, like, a part where you have to vote. So they vote for who they is. And if you get voted, no matter if you're right or wrong, they, they throw you off into the middle of outer space. Like you just see your little person in middle of space. And so she kept looking. She was like, ooh, auntie. I said, wait a minute. And you can see who votes for you. And I said, did you vote for me? You vote for me to get thrown out? And she just starts laughing. And I was like, you're supposed to be teaching me. You're going to put a clown in and you're playing me. And she was like, 
auntie, that's how I'm supposed to play. That's just how you're supposed to play the game. And I was like, <laughs> oh, so you just gonna let me get float out into space? You saw my little person just fly out into space. What rating is this game? And then I start asking, wait, can y'all play this game? Is this approved? Let me go talk to your mom. They'd be like, no, no, no. I'd be like, yeah, I don't think y'all should be playing this game. I think there's too much, there's some violence in here. They just throw people off the planes like this. Right? That's just rude. And so they just laugh and I'm like, okay. But they do be teaching me because I'm like, I didn't even know what that was. Because that was like one of those things where I was like, okay, I'm getting older when I started seeing people dress up like that for Halloween. And I was like, what are these little characters are? Then I was like, oh, and they're like, it's Among Us, auntie. Where you been? It's a game. And I'm like, oh, okay. I knew that. Is that the one you downloaded on my iPad? They're like, yes, auntie. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to unsubscribe. I'm about to undownload the app anyway now. (laughs) I don't even need it. <laughs> yeah, the kids in their game. I love it. Uh, family. <laughs> so fun, though. You know, they make your life um, richer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It gives you great stories. It gives mm-hmm. you great memories. Because um, even still, they'll bring up some old stuff. And I'm like, what? Because, like, the younger niece, she tricked me into walking to a donut shop. She tricked me. She was like, it's not far. Cause I, you know, took care of them that night. I think we, I spent the night or something and then I usually wake up, try to do some breakfast because none of them are really like morning people, but I am. Mm-hmm. And she's like, auntie, let's go get some donuts. So, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. She's like, do I have to change? Cause she was like in her pajamas and I'm like, no, nah, you're fine. We're just going to run to the donut shop. Like I'm coming right back. And then, so we get to my car and I'm like, okay. She's like, nah. And she keeps walking past my car and I'm like, we're going to take the car. She's like, no, it's not that far. I'm like, I feel like it is far. I don't think I've ever seen one in this neighborhood. She's like, no, no, no. It's good. Man, she had me walking like two or three miles. It was like two or three miles. I had to cross like a major street. And she fooled me because she was like, yeah, my mom, we walked up. And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't think I know your mom because her mom's kind of bougie like me. And I'm like, we're not walking nowhere. And I'm like, I'm pretty, I can't see your mom walking through a neighborhood to go get some donuts. But in my mind, I mean... I'm like, maybe so. But that's why I get for, I think she was six or seven at the time. That was my fault. Listen to a seven-year-old. That's That was number one. I was like yeah. getting played. Man, we walked. And then by the time we walked back, she talking about, can you carry me? I'm tired. I said, oh, no, oh. you young. You wanted to walk, remember? <laughs> Man, we still laugh about that to this day. Like, she'll say something to me. Trust me, auntie. Trust me. I said, Oh, like the donut shop time? And she'll just, uh, I said, yeah, I'm telling that story. When you get married, I'm telling that story. Everybody go, who are you dating? I'm telling the story. The story will forever come up. Yeah, you did it to yourself. Joke's on you. <laughs> so, I mean, it's good. I think it gives us, you know, to have that family. It gives you that motivation to kind of push through. You know, kind of like how you're saying, like, when you don't want to get up and do another podcast or even like to do a shoot, you know, it's very tempting to be like, ooh, this bed feels really nice. Like, do I really? <sighs> yeah. But you know, you got to get up, you know, but I mean, you think about that. Think about your family, you know, who look to you, who are motivated by you and you're motivated by them. And, um, and that's what keeps you going. I know for me, sometimes I'd be like, oh, but then I hear like my brother or my sister say something and I'm like, Okay, even as I'm older, you know, I'm still like, they don't listen to me. But then my sister, she'll say something. Remember that time you said that? I was listening. And I'm like, I didn't think you was listening to me. I thought I thought I was just talking. She was like, no, I heard. I heard what you were saying. It makes sense to me now. And I'm like, now I said that like 10 years ago. But I mean, you know, I was just like, huh. 
okay, well, I'm glad. I'm glad it helped because I think he was listening. Once again, I'd be like, she don't listen to nothing. I said, I want to be like, talk to your sister, talk to your brother, da 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 da. And I'm like, they don't listen to me. But then I'll come back and I'm like, oh, they'll say something to me. And I'm like, I feel like I said that. And they're like, you did. And I'm like, oh, so you chumps do listen sometimes. Okay. That's good to know because I didn't think y'all did listen to me at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it is with podcasting too. You release all these episodes, you're like, I don't know if anybody's listening, but then you have a conversation or a consultation, and like, yeah, I heard you on a podcast. Well, I heard your podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. That yep. part. And yep. it's true. And I think that's one key that I always tell people, like, you know, like dealing with social media and stuff like that. You know, people are like, well, I post and no one's, I'm not getting followers, no one's giving me likes. I didn't go viral. And I'm like, listen, whoever's supposed to hear it and see it, will i promise you they may not like it they may not comment but you'll have like you say a conversation will come up and they will be like oh yeah like you said or i watched this one video and i'm like but you didn't like it like i know i've had that plenty of time people are like because i have like a star wars shoot that i did like with a, a friend a co-worker of mine and it was her little kids or whatever and they are like big star wars fans and her they had all the different I didn't know there were so many different types of characters in Star Wars. And she had an outfit for each one. And so we did a whole dress up day and I took photos of them in each one of their Star Wars outfits. So like I recorded like a video and put some of the photos in there. And I had someone that I didn't even think was paying attention. They were like, that was really cute. Your little Star Wars shoot that you did with the kids. And I'm like, watching you never paid any attention so it's just like so i think you know using those things like you say if you keep going you be consistent even when you think nobody's watching people are watching and it will come back to you like i feel like the energy that you put in that positive energy in the universe will always come back to you like no matter what even when it feels like it's trash. Nobody's listening to me. Because I feel like we always have those days. There's some days I'm like, I'm a failure. I'm going to just quit. This is too hard. But it's like, you keep going. Someone will say something to you like, you know, when you did that, that was pretty cool. And I understood it. Like that one person will say that to you and you'll be like, okay, I can keep going. That's, yeah, that's all that matters. Okay. That's, that's all that matters. I got somebody. Somebody listening. You know yeah. what I mean? May not yeah. be right then, but it will always come back. Like I've never had it come back and not like be like a negative kind of thing it's always been a positive you know and I tell people that I have to you know it's hard people are like my followers haven't changed and this this and that and I'm like but this person is but I'm like you don't know what that person's doing don't let growth be the only thing that you kind of you know place your value on you're greater than that like at the end of the day please do not you're worth so much more and um just you gotta stick with it, you know. As you know, with having three years, I'm sure every day wasn't like, yes, the podcast is amazing. The energy is like a million today. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring it back, oh man, definitely not. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what makes it really fun, you know what I mean? And just to like keep it going and stuff. So it's it's always fun. Yeah. It's a good challenge to have, and having people that you can kind of like. Just grow, keep doing it, and, and just go, you know? Then we could be like, you remember, girl, when it was at three years, now you're 10 years strong. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's only it's only a small step, you know what I mean, in the grand scheme of life and the plans that are laid out. Yeah. 
Definitely. I love that. Well, that was definitely the love note I needed. A great way to, to just about wrap up the episode. Thank you for that. Yeah. All right. Now, there's three ways that I usually love to end um, conversation. So I may kind of tweak one for you. But okay. okay. Who is your favorite? Um, it's the X Men, right? Who's your favorite yes, X Men saga? I love the X Men, yes. Okay, I yes. think you skipped over that. I think you skipped over where the where the Phoenix actually. Oh yeah, actually came yeah. From. It comes from a lot of people think it's like the city, but it's not. Like Phoenix, the city is really cool. I've been to Phoenix, Arizona. I love it. It's hot. It's a different kind of hot than Texas. Like people weren't lying when they're like, it's a different heat. And I'm like, nah, I got there. I was like, oh no, it's a different kind of heat. It's a different, it's not the same as Texas. Um, but yeah, I got it because I'm a big fan of the animated series, like when I was a kid. And if you ever watch, you know, for us millennial people or whatever, you know, the old school series, which I think it was like the best series. Cause they had that one. They had the Spider-Man. It was all like Saturday morning cartoon life, you know, every day. Um, but it was such a good series. And so I really liked the Phoenix saga, but actually Rogue was actually her and Storm were actually my favorite characters, but I really liked the Phoenix saga. And I was like, Phoenix, I like Phoenix. And I was like, we'll do that. That'd be fun. Cause I didn't want to do my name. Cause I was like, Stephanie Bolton photography. That's so boring. Like to me, I feel like that's boring. I wanted something that I think people would kind of remember and be kind of different. And so I was like Phoenix. And then I was like, I'll do Michelle. That way I could put at least put my middle name in there. So I put my middle name in there and I have to tell people that it's one L because apparently my dad said Stephanie was long enough. So that's why I got one L. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. Thanks dad. You mathematician because one letter is going to make such a big deal and help me out so much because Stephanie's already like nine, but okay. Um, so that's why I have the one L, which me and my mom, we had a big battle about that when I was in school because I had a friend, her name was Michelle, but she had two L's. So clearly I'm in first and second grade. My mom doesn't know what she's talking about. So clearly I was supposed to have two L's. So I was doing all my homework and all my stuff for school and I was writing Stephanie Michelle with two L's in it. My mom was like, no, Stephanie, yours is just one. I was like, no, mom, you're wrong. (laughs) Cause there's a girl named Michelle in my class and hers has two. So you have it wrong. Like it was a battle. Me and my mom had, my mom was like, so like even now sometimes if she, if I'm getting into trouble, she'll be like Stephanie Michelle with one L and I have to, (laughs) she'll say with one L cause that was a battle. I was like, you know what you're talking about. You're wrong. Cause like, I'm, first of all, I'm in the first grade. Duh. I already know more than you, you know, it was like a big battle. My mom was like, and I, my mom, I think she kept some of my homework papers that have like me actually writing out two L's, but I was like, okay, it just has one. But yeah, yeah, but X-Men is definitely my fave. I'm a little mad about the movies. The movies can't seem to get it right. It has, none of them have ever been really good. And I don't know why, but they just need to, I don't know. It just, it just never quite makes it. So I don't know. It's not happening. I keep hoping every time they come out when I'm like, I'm going to see it. It's going to be not great. Okay. That's fine. (laughs) I still support though. I still support though. I feel so yeah, there will always one be day, the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoons <laughs> are changing, they're improving by the day. So maybe, maybe, maybe. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next question is, where do you want to travel to next? Where do I want to travel to? Um, 
Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I love water. I haven't been anywhere with a lot of water in a while. Um, you know, Maldives will be great, but you know, I'm a lot yeah, of you can get one of those little bungalows and not be with anybody. Still, isolate them. That is totally my dream. That would be great. Um, but I just realized because my bestie, you know, the with the with my nieces. The other day, she was like, let's go on a trip. And, you know, she's like, you got your passport ready? And I was like, yeah, girl, my passport ready. And then I looked and I was like, oh, it's like it expired like three days ago. Um, So let me work on that. And I was like, Steph, how you let it expire? So once I, I'm hoping to get it all done. So hopefully I'll go somewhere. But um, realistically, I really like, um, I had a good time um, in Cali, but I want to go somewhere that I've never been before. So like the Pacific Northwest, like um, Washington, D you know, like not DC, but Washington, like the state. And then um, it's great. I've never been up in that part of the United States. Um, so I've been on the East Coast, you know, definitely been Southern and been to Cali and Arizona. Like I love those areas, but um, I've been to Salt Lake City too for like a couple conferences, but like I've never been that far on that side of the of the country, and I'm like, you've been in America, so for before I feel like I go out of the country, I feel like I should try to go somewhere else, you know, somewhere in here. Um, and just with traveling right now, cost wise, I think that would be a cool one to go to. Um, I don't want to go when it's, I mean, even though I know it's super rainy, but I think it'd be pretty chill. I've heard good things about it. Um, that in like Canada has been on my list. Like before the pandemic happened, I was like, I'm going to go to Canada because I have, I have people in Canada that I've like made some friends with. And I was like, I'm going to go to Canada. That would be some of my Canadian people that I've met online on social. And then the pandemic happened. Then I was like, I'm not going nowhere because nobody's going anywhere. <laughs> so I was like, okay, maybe I'll wait. But I think realistically, probably like Washington, somewhere around there, Oregon, probably Washington, I'm thinking, somewhere like that. Like Seattle, I think would be really cool um, to go up to visit. So, yeah. Okay. So, moral of the story make sure your passport has not expired. Please. And even when people tell you, and she told me like two, three weeks before that, like, check your passport. I was like, oh, it's. That's good. Then finally, you know, I was like, oh, it expired two days ago. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to kill you. I was like, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoops. I said, I I could get it. I'll get it. I'll look. I'll Google and I'll go get it fixed. So we'll see. And then it becomes too late. I <laughs> know. Um, that's why I was like, don't plan nothing right now because yeah. I can't go. But yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, and then the last question, this one, another one I'm kind of tweaking just for our special conversation, but what is one or three things you love about Zakir? What I love about you? Okay, your smile is one. I think you have one of the best smiles ever because your smile is just really great and it comes through. Yeah. And everything you do, I love your, um, you know, your tenacity, I guess is the word. Yeah, that I'm looking for. Because, like, you definitely have stuck it out. Like, considering, you know, all the challenges you've been through. And then sticking out with your podcast to tell your story. It's not even, like, the challenges that you've been through, but the fact that you're able to share your story. I think there's a lot of people who've been through a lot of things, but they won't share it. Right? Like, I know I have a lot of things, but I don't really want to talk about it. One, because I'm still kind of dealing with some of it. And I'm like, 
oh, if I talk about it, that means it's real. If it's real, then I got to, you know, um, so I think the courage that you have and tenacity to push through and to share your story, because a lot of people have stories, but we may never know them, you know, because they're scared or, you know, dealing with that over me, like therapy and stuff like that is very real. It's like you can't really talk about stuff unless you've dealt with it yourself. Um, because, you know, in order to share your story, cause you, you know, you're going to reach other people and connect with other people. But I feel like it's a bit of a challenge to connect with other people about it. If you can't even really talk about it yourself, like it's hard for you to even say these words. Right. And then three, I always love your style and like how your hair is always like in your, you know, how you're all done up all the time. It always matches, you know what I mean? And I like it because it really shows and highlights your, your smile. So I always know that's always like one of the first things I know about people is their like smile. I'm really big on, you know, like, yes, you've had um, challenges in life, but I think the main thing is that you still push through and you still smile about them. Um, I think that's for a lot of people and it is hard. Like some days, I'm not saying like every day you're smiley because some days you are just down in your bed crying and that is okay. But I mean, it's like how you recover how you get up and you deal with it. Um, so that's what I'm going to say. That and telling your story, like that was the most thing that I was really impressed with was like your story and telling your story and like being courageous, like to put it on, put it on a book, like everybody can see that, you know, like to me, that's like so <laughs> nerve wracking. You know what I mean? Like, oh it my God, be, yeah. like, that's bigger than put it on social media or on the internet. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, you got it forever, like in a book, like people can really see this, you know, like, yeah, the internet comes, like, I don't want to say the internet comes and goes, but you know, there's websites, <laughs> MySpace, that no one would ever kind of look at again. Like I can write stuff on MySpace, you may never see it again. But a book is like forever, I feel like, you know what I mean? Because even if it's just a physical book, you still have a digital copy, it still can be purchased, you know what I'm saying? So like, to me, I'm like, that's so courageous because, like, <laughs> that's a lot. I don't know. It just gives me, it makes me want to, ha. Huh, like, when I think about people, like, this is my life story, my memoir. I'm like, oh, you put your life on this for everybody to read? Oh my God. You know, like, I don't know. For me, it's just, huh, you know, heart palpitations, but it's good, you know, I mean, because it really does reach people. You know what I mean? It is a story that people need to know. And I think that's the idea that you have to go some beyond. Um, something that's bigger than yourself. And I think you have done that like extremely well about going above and thinking outside of yourself because I'm sure it's hard. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thank you for that. And yeah. Thank you. Yes, thank you for that. And so people have probably want to, um, so people are wondering, what what book, what book? So the, the book that you're talking about is is uh, called Sharing Life Through the Lens. I had to rebrand myself finally, but at first the name of the podcast was Living Legacy. But then I'm just like, you know, the legacy is you seeing life different. So uh, that's why the podcast is now called See Life Different, but the book is called Seeing Life Through Different Lens, a survivor's memoir on overcoming adversity with resilience. So you can visit com forward slash book. You can also get that in the show notes. You can get that in the comments. And if you want to know what book she's talking about and what story she's talking about, I won't talk about it here because you can also go all the way back to episode one and listen to that story too. But thank you, Stephanie. Now, where can people find you on social media? We already know we got to make sure we got one L, not two. One L, not two. <laughs> yeah. So, Finish Michelle Photography. 
is the main one that I really respond to or social with stuff. But Phoenix Michelle photography, like just how it's spelled, but just don't forget the one L. Usually you just put in Phoenix Michelle and it starts coming up. Um, my face usually is is there, I think. But yeah, I'm always glad to help or just hear your story or whatever. You know what I mean? It's always good just to connect and just learn. And if you just need someone to just encourage you, like if you're like, I'm going to go live, I'm going to do this, let me know. Because if I don't know, I won't show up. But if you tell me, I'm more likely to come through and support because it's hard. It's hard to put yourself out there and to do different things. So I'm just glad to connect and make new friends and have a community of people because we need each other. <laughs> Some days it's hard. <laughs> Some days you'll be like, yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, happy Women's History Month to us. Yes. Yes. <laughs>